G'day everyone and welcome back to the podcast, Control, Alternate or Delete. My name is Lockie. Hi everyone, it's Suthers here. Suthers, welcome, welcome back. Good to speak to you again, Lockie. It's I, been a while. It's been too long, mate. Um, now, today, Suthers, I've got a really interesting uh, podcast. Mate, you say that every week. No. Nah, all interesting. But all to, right. today is particularly interesting. All right. Jummy, tell us, tell everybody what we're up to. I'm going to give you an overview so you can okay. switch off if I you're like not it. that interested. Uh, so today, our core topic we're going to be discussing is privacy dead? And we're going to elaborate on that a little bit. Um, you hear a lot of people say, you know, I don't care uh, if Google has my information. I've got nothing to hide. And I think we can elaborate on that, but um, yep. really interesting topic. Uh, I've also got a story around um, what I've been up to this week. You've got a story around what you've been up to this week. We've got some interesting scam watch stuff happening. And we've also got... Oh, very interesting. We've also got a spectacular tip of the week. Oh, I can't wait. You're pumping it up, though. So I am. You wouldn't want it. You, you don't want everybody to um, just skip to the end to see it. So maybe we should put it somewhere. I'm going to hide it towards the end. I'm yeah, going to hide it. That's the way. Yeah. So make sure you got your pen and paper ready. If you're in the car, pull over Write and get down. pull over and get some pen and paper. <laughs> just stop. Just, just stop. stop driving. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. We're well, getting it's too intense phone. to yeah. be driving. Yeah. Don't be driving. In fact, yeah. Just get ready for it. So, without further ado, Southers, what have you been up to this week? I've just been... Um, Sleeping. No, well, not that much. <laughs> no, man, I've got two kids. You don't oh. sleep when you've got two kids. Um, not not when it's uh, not past seven o'clock anyway. No, no, this week I've been working on some business process automation. So. Ooh. Tell us about it. A bit of a hot topic for me in the last uh, little bit with the power apps the other week. So this instance is uh, is slightly slightly different, and uh, I've been working on a couple little projects with uh, a couple of different CRMs. um, One being HubSpot, and one being PipeDrive. PipeDrive. Uh, What does that do? So uh, PipeDrive is a CRM like HubSpot has. so just uh, managing sales in, in that sort of system, both of them. Okay, um, cool. And just trying to get things flowing nicely. So, um, yeah, just working on trying to get that to happen in an automated fashion because it, it just saves time that nobody really wants to spend, you know, managing lists and audiences and then re-entering data multiple times. Oh, and no. It's Contacts like having... going between systems, so. It's like how yeah. people... I think you got a choice these days. You can either outsource some stuff or you can automate it with technology. Uh, I th- you know, the two schools of thought. Yeah. What do you mean? Elaborate. Well, it's it's t- it's two different mindsets to it. So yeah. some people don't trust automation um, or think that somebody has to do it uh, because maybe they're too close to, to that to be able to figure out whether or not they can just break it down to straight steps that you can repeat. So. Yeah. Or don't trust a robot with my data. That could be another thing. True. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to watch out for the, the uh, Skynet. That's right. Well, that's true. Um, 
but I love automation. So I'd love to see some of the stuff that you've done. And I'm going to be Googling pipe drops straight after this podcast. You do realize that. Yeah, that, that's fine. That's just a, it's a nice, simple CRM for managing sales. So oh, cool. Uh, quite, quite a good one. So yeah, that's been my week. Just been working on that and uh, trying to simplify a few things there. So um, that's that's been me. How about you? What have you been up to this week, Lockie? Well, Anything exciting? Yeah, well, I've been, I've got, I've got a bit of it in the tip of the week, but I've been listening to a lot more um, podcasts and stuff this week. So I've been getting on the, the TED podcasts and a couple of the marketing ones that I really like. Um, so I've been getting back into some of that stuff that I sort of uh, let go of um, while we've been in these restrictions here in Melbourne. So yep. um, it's been good to listen and and learn and educate myself again um because i sort of let that go for a while just while i just focused on work for the last couple of months so it was nice to get back into that yeah well i think that we're getting towards the end of that six week period so people are starting to to get to that point where they're trying to get back to thinking that it will come back to being more normal so that's good question with that notice yep What's the number one thing that you learned and what was your favourite podcast? And they could be the same. I like my the ones I like listening to are the TED Talks. I love listening to those on podcasts. Um, yep. Just purely because um, they're interesting people with different ideas. And I, I find myself, I can relate to that. I sort of have uh, different ideas. Your interesting ideas. Yeah, yeah. And some of them are shit, let's face it. But um, <laughs> Some, yeah. <laughs> 90 percent of crap. Um, There's some genius in there, though. There is, and um, so I like I like listening to some of those, and you know, some of the TED talks I find are are pretty crappy as well. But um, I like their way of thinking. Uh, it's not traditional thinking, um, but so yeah, I'd say that's my favourite. Um, I do like some of the crime podcasts as well, and I like that one. Um, oh yeah, the detective work. Yeah, I like that. And I, I try and figure out uh, what's going on. There was that one about, um, oh, there's a famous one that I think it was the Herald Sun or The Age did. Uh, back of the North Beaches in Sydney, the Twins. What was it? Come on, help me out. No idea, mate. No idea. Come on. Sorry. Should have given you some data so you could check it. <laughs> oh, I would have fact checked it for sure. But, um, yeah. yeah, I like listening but to those. It was those a crime, crime oh, one. Yeah. What's, the, what's the number one thing that you learnt, though? Like, what was there? Um, well, I wanted, one of the number, thing, number one things I learnt, I want to talk about in our core topic. Now, I don't know if I should come up with my tip first or the core topic. Why don't you decide? Ooh. Well, you've got to keep the audience guessing. So, you know, what, what would that one listener be thinking which well, I reckon we throw there, tip of the week in just oh. so it throws people so they don't scroll to the end. Yeah, gotcha. All right, go for it. What's the tip of the week today? Tip of the week is about getting back into routines. Um, uh. So like I was saying in my story or what I got up to this week was I tried to flick back into routines. And one of my routines used to be listening to a podcast on the way to work. I'd select a podcast and I'd go through a full podcast series and I'd have it lined up five days a week. I'd have a different podcast. So I'd ca- most of them are weekly podcasts. So I'd constantly stay up to date. 
didn't listen to a lot of music. I might listen to music on the way home and might listen to a podcast on the way to work. Um, but since I've been working remotely primarily, you that gets removed and you end up sleeping in a little bit and, or jumping straight back straight into work. You won't sort of listen to anything while you're making breakfast, having a coffee or anything like that. So what I've done is with um, I've got a Sonos system here. So I'll have... Good system. Oh, love it. Love my Sonos system. Um, Where'd you get that one from? I got it from your work in Rive. Oh, that's right. Rive um, Communications, is it called? Rive? Yeah. Yep. Rive. Just Rive, yeah. Just Rive. <laughs> and they had a special one. It was a lot cheaper than going through Sonos. So I found that was good. Uh, always look after our customers. That's right. So you're listening to it on the Sonos? I'm listening to it on the Sonos. So what I'm doing is when I'm making my coffee and having breakfast and chilling out of the morning, you know, after, before or even after a shower, I'll put the podcast through my Sonos and that way I am getting back into that routine of listening and educating myself like I, like I used to do on a daily basis. Uh, I'm not just focused on one thing and that's work for the day i'm i'm getting other little wins the other thing i've been doing is um i talk about it all the time but doing the f45 and stuff i used to do it at 6 30 after work well i'm yep. doing it a lot earlier but i'll still go for a walk or a run or something at 6 30 just to keep that routine up um yeah, and that's I, good and I'm, until it comes back until it comes back and i'm forcing myself to get out at work, generally, I'd go out probably every couple of hours just to go for a walk around the block and reset the mind. So I'm doing that again as well. Yeah, nice one. It's a, it's a good tip to get back into that routine. Um, it's something I've been trying to develop as well, and I found it makes a huge difference. So um, one thing to, to drill down on in the podcasts, and, and it's something that I find as well because I've been getting up at, um, five most mornings that I can and going for a walk or a run. Yep. And what I've been doing is taking my um, phone with me and listening to a podcast as well. Yep. Uh, I found that being able to focus on what the topics are and at the moment the, the one that I'm listening to is I'm just sort of cycling through uh, the brutal truth about selling and sales. Yep. Uh, something that's a little bit different and interesting. Yep. And also it could be quite humorous. If you've ever seen the content on LinkedIn, it could be quite humorous. Yeah. And it sets it sets me up for the day in my mindset to be able to go out and help people, which yeah. I think is what sales should be doing, right? So it just it just starts the tone of the day off on that right foot, um, get some focus, uh, and get into the day. So it's a good tip. Yeah. Well. The one thing, the reason I'm getting back into this routine as well, one for what you're saying, but another thing is I know that there's going to be a lot of people that look back during this time and go, oh, you know, it's probably a really good opportunity to educate myself on something new. Improve um, something. Improve something because you, you got what we would have called in 2019 a lot more time to do these things. You, you used yeah. to think, if only I worked from home three days a week, I'd have more time to do this. Um, now we're stuck inside at the moment. Perfect opportunity to educate yourself. 
uh, and learn it something. Is, yeah. um, and we don't want to be wasteful um, of that, of of this time because it's such a opportunity as well as no one likes it, but it's a really good opportunity to learn something new. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's a great tip. Um, so get back into a routine and learn something. That's right. Like it. Yeah. All right. Great ne- one. Well, what are we on to now? Oh, we're on to our... So we've got a... I want to discuss a um, an interesting topic today because... I told you, mate, they're all interesting. No, nah, but they're today's interesting. particularly interesting because, you know, I even in the IT industry, we've worked in the MSP industry for a long time and it's um, even among some techs, they will say this one line that I used to just brush off and sort of ignore and sort of go, okay, that makes sense. Uh, And that line is, um, I don't care um, who has access to my data or who advertises to me. Uh, If they collect as much data as they want to advertise to me, it doesn't really bother me Um, because, uh, you know, my privacy doesn't matter or... I've got nothing to hide. I've got nothing to hide. Yep. The truth is, though, and I was learning about this on a, a, a TED talk. Um, it, it sparked my interest in it. And I got thinking about it and about how much information I had on Facebook only four or five months ago. Um, yep. How much information around on the web there must be on, on me and that goes from like photos and comments and um, I wrote, I've obviously written a fair few blog articles and I've got LinkedIn, I've got Instagram, I've got all these social media accounts. Um, And the truth is, if my information, if I was to know that all my search history would be sold to a corporate company so they could gain data on me, I probably wouldn't be very happy with that. It's a typical response, yeah. But that's exactly but, what happens, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, when uh, you know Google collects a lot of information, um, I'm pretty sure Facebook uh, collects a lot of information. Not 98% of their revenue comes from ads. Yeah. People buy ads on social media because of the the profile information and the the very direct nature of the targeting. Yeah. So unless you have the information to um, get people to buy, to get that hyper-focused targeting, you, you've got nothing to sell. Exactly. Um, but the same goes on for, like, when it comes down to it, it's it's your privacy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it comes down to privacy. Privacy. So when we elaborate on privacy, you... Um, you have what your medical records, you have your phone records, you have your messaging records. Um, what else? Help me out here. Um, oh, you could you could have any your tax any information, information, your your wage, yeah. your pay slips, bank details, uh, you know utilities companies that you use, your phone provider. The the list goes on at the end of the day. And chances are, people would want to protect that information. Yeah, but I think that what it possibly comes down to is that people don't think about it in isolation like that. 
and think, oh, who cares if somebody knows that my, you know, phone provider's Telstra? What difference does it make? But when you're talking about a hyper-focused campaign to try and uh, dupe Telstra customers, what are people? What, what are they going to do? They're going to pretend to be Telstra because they know that that's the carrier. So yeah, it it goes on though to say that you know like your privacy is in isolation there, but it gets a lot bigger when larger corporations start to have access to your data. So they know that you've been to the doctor on this date. They know that you're with this phone provider. They know that you search this and they start to build quite a big profile on you. Um, And the way that you protect those things are with passwords and, you know, um, you protect it with two-factor authentication. You might do... Security controls on your social media about how much you share and and whether they're connected with you already. Precisely. Um, But there's a lot of people that have that saying that say, um, I've got nothing to hide, but because, you know, and I don't mind how much data or information these um, corporations have on me, but the reality is that you need to be super cautious of it um, for that reason, because once, and things have started to happen already. I mean, we can see with the, the COVID lockdowns that face recognition software started to come out. Yeah. Okay, so you're looking... You've got a whole new profile set that's starting because you can change your social media profile, you can change your phone number, but you can't change your face. Um, yes. and, and no matter what, that's your privacy. And there's a huge debate happening at the moment, especially in Victoria, because we're doing a lot of this sort of stuff um, about, I, I don't think people really realise that their privacy is becoming unprotected by using a lot of this technology. Yeah. Um, And no one has a defense mechanism for it. And no one knows what companies are going to have access to that data um, because no one signed anything. No one knows anything about it. You just trust um, that that, um, people will look after your data. Yeah, you, you're spot on. I think um, one thing people just assume is that you know your password gets leaked or hacked or guessed, just go reset it. You can't reset your face or your fingerprint. No. So if companies aren't putting their controls in place to protect your data, which costs them a significant amount of money to do and therefore cuts into their profits... And what they're trying to do as a business, uh, there's a fine balancing act there. So when you're going to that sort of biometric data level, um, it's going to be super important to make sure that that sort of stuff is in place um, from a government, uh, from a policy standpoint. And a communication. Otherwise, it'll be really dangerous. And a communication yeah. aspect too. Um, like you want to know where your data is being stored, and people should be asking questions about where their data is being stored. Um, yeah, because your information is effectively going onto these servers somewhere, uh, and I dare say it won't get deleted. Um, they will start to build a profile, mm. and 
with more and more smart technology coming out. And that's the whole idea behind these smart cities is, you know, face recognition and um, tracking. And eventually yeah. that information gets sold to larger companies, which they then use for advertising. Yeah. And you don't have a choice. Um, and that's the big concerns, I guess, that are happening at the moment. So um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that people need to be more aware of their privacy, yeah. more, more aware uh, of what they can, what they have control of um, and what be more aware of, you know, what sort of stuff that they can update and doing your social media cleanse and doing a password cleanse and doing an account cleanse is so important today. Um, and if you do have things like an IOT device, such as security cameras and stuff like that, ensuring that, you know, knowing that those things can get hacked if you don't put the right security measures in and start protecting your privacy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you don't think about it as to what people are going to do today and now. You need to consider it as a, as a long-term thing. Yeah. Um, so if you had a if you had a my fitness pal account a few years ago they got hacked you might have installed the app once but used the same password that you used for everything else that data becomes known and it becomes used to attack um to generate fraudulent transactions um Oops. i was speaking to somebody would have been about three months ago that their their account was being used to purchase things. Um, I think it was uh, some generic. I think it was a Qantas frequent flyer, Uber, Uber Eats, that sort of stuff. Um, because they potentially got hacked on another platform, and then somebody just rifled through and looked for anything else that was relevant. It's a very real problem. And trends as well. Like yeah, you, my fitness pal, you mentioned that before, but. You know, the amount of people using things like Strava or um, Map My Run and things like that uh, that have in-app purchases. Um, yep. Knowing where you live and what routes you might take. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it's just, it's more privacy data that's unprotected. Yeah, and, you know, these things are super convenient. But is it that hard to... I mean, you might want to map it out once to find out how many kilometres it is, but is it that important to have a GPS signal of where you've ran? Well, as somebody that, well, I don't really run, but a, a, a very, um, a waddle, <laughs> um, I actually like to know how I'm going. <laughs> so, yes, it is very important to answer your question. Okay. But, but... Um, I think that you're spot on though. It comes down to convenience and time. We, we keep saying that we're busier. So any opportunity that we get to save time, we're going to take that. And that comes in the form of technology and companies building AI machine-driven services that is trying to understand how you're going. So what, what you're expecting to do, what's happening at the moment, um, do you know how Google does the traffic data for when you're driving on Google Maps? 
I don't know. Why don't you tell me? They use devices on the road to generate that traffic. So if devices aren't moving in the traffic ahead of you, it can adjust on the fly. So it's using other people's data. It's obviously anonymized, but it's they're using that to feed back into the app to generate the traffic data. Pretty clever, right? It's very smart. But so, you think about what they could do with that data if they wanted to monetize it in some other way, and they probably can because well, nobody reads the T's and C's. Well, that's right. But there was a um, – I know that Google do um, say no um, to giving out a lot of um, information to governments and things like that just because the technology can be used uh, for bad uh, as well as good. Yeah. But it can be used, like I know Facebook do the same. They sort of they're really hesitant about handing out any information to do with their users to government and things like that because of that reason. Um, you say that, but you realise that they do. Well, Facebook, Facebook I, do. I believe that. I believe I read in the um, you, know, you know the um, the mass shooting that New Zealand had not yeah. too long ago. Yep. Um, I believe since that, there's been a um, process put in place that allows law enforcement to be able to see certain parts of data on Facebook profiles, uh, right. which is scary. It so is scary. Well, we saw... It's not like it doesn't happen. It we saw happen. in Ballarat that um, we have... COVID, obviously, we've got COVID restrictions here and um, some people have been trying to protest... Um, so it is obvious that they do have access to some social media uh, yeah. to identify where they live, <laughs> where, who posted what and where it started from. Um, it is quite scary because that is privacy uh, effectively uh, out the window. Yeah, it? it is. It is. And uh, like in those instances, you could say, well, maybe they, you know, it was a public post. Uh, the profile is the name of the person that, their actual name and it's not hard to track it down in Ballarat being a smaller um, area than say Metro Melbourne um, was, wasn't very well hidden but no but it is possible that that some of those pieces of data are inaccessible so yeah got to be careful very careful but to be so when we ask is privacy dead the answer is no it's not because, um, because people still do care about their privacy. They do when it inconveniences them more so than anything. Yeah. So when they have an incident or an issue or whatnot, um, which we might cover a little bit of that in uh, Scamwatch a little bit later, mm. uh, that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah. But up until that point, the convenience of everything that comes with it far outweighs it. Hey, Siri, can you do this for me? You know, yeah. you, you Google Home, your, your Alexa, all those things are, are designed to make life easier. Yeah. But people will connect apps together willy-nilly for that convenience. Hey, um, Google Home, put, hey, Google, can you put on Spotify and play my Daily Mix 1? You know, w whatever it may be. All those things are convenient, but... But people are still putting fences up. They're still locking their doors at night. They're still, 
locking their cars. So they obviously care about traditional privacy and protection because privacy is safety, right? Yeah, well, safety is probably the right way to to put it. So they're concerned about the traditional safety, physical safety, but not necessarily their Digital. cyber safety. Yeah. Mm. So what we're saying is that people should definitely go out and do an audit of their their cyber material, the digital IP, ID, and just ensure that you don't have information on there that you don't want others to access. Absolutely. I mean, you even look at um, Tony Abbott was in the news again this week. Was he? What's he up to these days? Well, I saw a little story on how uh, he got hacked in 45 minutes after he posted a picture of his boarding pass. I think this was some months back, but uh, they found out a whole bunch of personal information. So something as innocuous as that or, hey, we just bought a house and standing in front of the sign, which has the address on it, like (laughs) it's, you need to be careful with those things. You know what? People used to, um, there was a couple of instances of this and we're approaching the grand final, so it's it's relevant. Um, So, Two things, uh, tickets to sporting events and tickets to yes. any lotto or um, anything like that that have barcodes on it can easily get counterfeited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in some and instances, all they've got to do is get trace back. Yeah, in some instances, trace back your credit card and stuff as like that as well because they know who's the, who the reseller is and they can call yeah. up and convince the reseller that they've lost that they're the right person and they want to know a bit more information. Yeah, absolutely. And so you're absolutely. in, and that's, that's sort of, I think the whole idea behind digital privacy is that you're trusting someone else with your data or someone else with your information, your safety. And that's the way you got to think about it every time you open up an account. Uh, would a week go by where somebody's not compromised? Would I a week? Doubt it. Or a day, no. a minute. It, it. Well, I'm, I'm talking about companies that are, you know, trusted to hold this data. Yeah. Now they're getting better, but it's still not perfect. Um, IoT is going to be a massive issue in the near future. Um, I don't know if you heard the story. I don't have the details because didn't do any digging into it. But I heard of a story about a casino that was robbed. Yeah. And it was robbed via the sensor in the fish tank. Oh. as its entry point uh, because everything else was locked down. They thought of everything else. But a little IoT device, a doorbell, a camera, a, you know, whatever. That's a mama an entry yeah. point in. Yeah, absolutely. So you've got to be careful. Oh, I'll just hook it up to the Wi-Fi, you know, put the Wi-Fi password as well, how cool password is this little? How cool is this little toy? It can tell me what the temperature is. Um, yeah, absolutely. My... my um, my kettle can be hooked up to my Bluetooth so I can turn the kettle on yep. when I'm in the bedroom. I like, found something the other day. Oh, I've unplugged it now so no one can hack me. But um, I had a power, you know, the I don't have uh, Ethernet cables where I need them in, in my rental. And um, so I've got one of those power to Ethernet. Oh, yes. Didn't I didn't realise until a couple of months later that it had 
Wi-Fi embedded in it as well. Whoops. So I was setting off a signal to my Wi-Fi and at this stage I was living in Hawthorne. So I have no, no doubt that the uni students next door to me were using my Wi-Fi for free. Um, but it was just something I didn't even consider. I didn't even think about it, that it would be yeah. broadcasting its own little Wi-Fi attached to my internet. Mm. Look, there's there's lots of those cases. I think we could go on all night in uh, in talking about those, but um, the the moral of the story or the topic is be careful what you do, where you put your information, and uh, what devices that you you use it on. So it's a it's a wild wild west out there at the moment on the internet. That's right. Um, which brings me on um, to Scam Watch. Ooh, All right. So I've done. Is this scam- your favourite part? Well, every I do week. like it, and we are working on getting some better material to bring out these tip of the week and scam watch. Oh, come on, mate, that's not possible. Sure. It is. It is. Turns out there's um, there's special people out there on the world wide web um, that can help us out with some of that stuff. So it's being created. Oh, awesome! Mm. Looking but, forward to that. But back onto Scamwatch, um, a statistic came through to my inbox today. Uh, looks like I get this sort of information delivered to me. Um, and it, and I almost fell off my chair. But Australian business have Hang lost... On. Do I need to strap in again? Strap in because this strap is going to blow you away. All right. All right. Strapped. Strapped in. Australian business have lost over 300,000 Australian dollars in rental and accommodation scams. Wow. That's massive. 300 grand. 300. What time frame are we talking about here? um, You're asking questions I didn't quite write down. um, Oh, what what questions should I ask? uh, Sorry. Maybe you can ask, how is this relevant to our listeners that – might be approaching school holidays. Well, I'd imagine that school holidays would be the number one, but also hopefully coming out of COVID stage four as well for Melburnians. Yeah, so much similar to puppy scams, um, much similar to... Okay, we're going to have to circle back to that one. Car scams, um, accommodation scams are going to be huge. Um for Victorians and Australians over the next twelve months, because people are want to going to get are going to want to get away. There's going to be cheap accommodation available on things like Gumtree, uh, and maybe even some more reputable uh, websites. Uh, You're saying that Gumtree is not reputable. Well, it's got. Or you mean it's got its flaws, doesn't it? It's been picked up with puppy scams and everything like that. But you've yeah, got to be okay. you've got to be careful buying stuff. Like the modern there. trading post. It's yeah. Not, so it's seller to seller, really, isn't it? So you it is. Know what you're getting into. There's nothing in the middle, uh, and you'll often find there's been stories about people transferring money, and then over something like a PayPal account, a large sum, and as soon as it hits an account, it just distributes to about five or six different accounts and does it again, and consolidates about eight accounts later and they run away with their money. Um, wow. So it's just, you've got to be really careful 
with accommodation, especially businesses at the moment that they might look to move to a cheaper place. They might be looking at rental stuff that they've been in the city for a long time and go try and look in the outer suburbs without looking at anything. There's people buying properties in Queensland at the moment without actually looking at them. So you, you need to be careful. Hmm. Well, it comes back to it at, at what we've said a number of times in, in Scamwatch is that it's all a reaction to emotional situations. Yeah. So uh, need to be careful. I, I know that in Victoria, you can't actually go and see rental properties and buy and sell. So if you were, if you had sold your property uh, and you're waiting for settlement and it fell into stage four, and you needed to find somewhere to live, you're pretty much stuffed. So yeah. it's it's going to be a stressful time and that's when you need to be even more careful, more wary and try and trust some of the, um, the bigger brands and bigger names that you can hold accountable to making sure those things are, are legitimate. Yeah, and like with accommodation and, and anything like that, going through a broker that you know about or that other people have recommended – um, might be a, a good way of avoiding some of the scams out there. Yeah, for sure. Ones yeah. that you knew about and have been around for ages, like yeah. talk about Airbnb or um, you know stays. Like, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah, um, even in your life, there will be some pop up stuff because of you know the market is shifting. You know, the companies are going out of business, so just be careful with with pop up. Um, things especially if it's too good to be true it probably is that's right and remember if you do have to sign up to multiple ones of those accounts uh, to if you're not going to be using those accounts delete the information yeah absolutely cancel the account get rid of the, the information don't need and, it uh, you don't need it that's it well that concludes our podcast I think that was really good we got to touch on uh, a lot of stuff today, uh, which I think will be super interesting. I found that. I don't think we need to recap it today because it was so good that people are going to go back and listen again, aren't they? Well, that's right. That's right. I, I'm i not even going to bother recapping it. No, I like yeah. it. Confidence. Confidence. Well, all right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. See you next time.